Welcome to Can We Just Say, a guilty pleasure podcast for airing grievances and sharing your passions. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kelly. And welcome (laughs) to another episode. We're so excited you came. (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the tent. Yeah, we're back in the recording tent and we're just living our best life. We're vibing. Yeah, I'm really excited to be around you slash human people again. So that's great. It's getting very strange. I'm not really sure how to react to people mm-hmm. anymore. I will say I am. I can tell that I'm losing my boundaries even within my own house because yesterday my neighbor across the street from me, who's also named Sarah, who I watch go on a walk every day, I like got distracted halfway through changing into my like running gear so I could do a basement treadmill run. And I just was sitting at my office desk in my only my sports bra, online shopping in front of the open window as she was leaving in the rain to go on her walk. And her roommate slash boyfriend slash brother, I have no idea what their relationship is, came out and stood in the rain and we both watched her walk down the street, him shirtless with like shorts on in the rain as she just walked away and we met eyes and I'm sitting there like topless. <laughs> Just a sports bra, online shopping, and I just went, like, dead eyes watched her. I didn't wave or acknowledge at all. I was just like, I need to get out if of If you don't house. move, they can't see you. Yeah, I was just, yeah, we lost some batteries yeah. there. I wasn't wearing pants this morning, and I went uh, past the big picture window in the living room, and I had to stop and say hi to Helga. And, yeah, this truck, like, severely slowed down that was passing by, and I was like, oh, that's right. I keep all of my blinds open. <laughs> And when I like to complain that people are creepy and driving really slow past my house, people like to remind me that it's because of this. Well, that was the thing. So my spotted on the street, like neighborhood watch thing for this week, I was walking on our like only nice day this week. I was walking back from the park to my neighborhood and this girl in front of me kept like stopping and messing with her phone and then she'd keep walking. And so I caught up to her pretty fast And I thought she was talking on the phone or something. Turns out she was scream singing Paramore. Wow. Scream singing. It was that, um, that's what you get when you let your heart win. But she was screaming this in the middle of our neighborhood and like all the, but it was like severely off pitch and just like all passion and no skill. And I was like, you do you girl. Like, I'm going to move away so that, like, I don't overtake you because the sidewalks are too narrow. But these two, like, ladies behind me were, like, laughing at her. And I was like, you do you, girl. If you want to scream sing Paramore at, like, 2 in the afternoon in the middle of the the neighborhood, then get it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, if that is what's giving you life right now, then by all means. She had life. She was, (laughs) And it was giving me life. I was like, I wish I had the bravery to scream sing right now 
I am always amazed at the boldness of people with their music in public and mm-hmm. also, like, their telephone calls. So when you see people in the grocery store and they're, like, FaceTiming someone and they don't have headphones in and they're both just having a conversation. Yeah. I watched a girl walk through one time in TJ Maxx and she had her mom on FaceTime and she was, like, holding stuff up and was like, what do you think? And I was what? Uh, but that girl, I think I would be less embarrassed scream singing than I am with these people who ride around with, like, their backpacks with, like, the Bluetooth boom boxes oh, and they yeah. just blare music. Mm-hmm. That always seems, like, way more aggressive to me. Kids do that in the high school all the time. <sighs> and, I, and I always have to go up and be like, I appreciate that you are, like, super vibing right now, but also it's fourth hour and you need to Nobody chill else out. needs to be <laughs> yeah. vibing like, like this. Like, other people are trying to vibe with, like, work and not your, like, death scream singing music if you I've... could just not. I've had people when we were sitting outside at the bar bring their own stereo and just start playing music. And I'm like, there's speakers already. I really don't like, I'm like really sensitive to loud noise anyway. Like I don't particularly like super loud music, Uh but especially like that discordant noise where it's like two completely different things being played loudly at the same time. I can't handle that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. That drives me nuts. Yeah. No. Ooh, my weird... Humble brag today. Okay. I was going to tell you my. I finished my fan fiction that oh I was goodness. writing, and I just need to brag about yes, my please. stats right now because over three thousand people have hit on my. Do you know? Like that is seriously impressive. That's why I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess it's like embarrassing to be into this and still be like a fangirl in my thirties. But also, I am super proud. This is like the one of the best. Fanfics I've oh, best received fanfics <laughs> I've ever had, and I'm like so excited. Let me see, where am I at right now? I'm at yeah, three thousand one hundred two hits, twenty four bookmarks. So people want to come back. Twenty four people want to come back and reread my story or recommend it to a friend, and then two hundred and thirteen kudos, which is like a like uh-huh. on this, and it's just like thank you so much. I worked really hard on this. And I'm you glad did. it got well received so that's my little sharing of passion today i love it because i loved watching this whole journey of you just being like hey i started this it's kind of neat oh i didn't go to bed till 4 a.m because i couldn't stop so i have i'm not working right now i might as well fuck around with some fan fiction and now look at it i think that's so great because it's also uh one of the differences between you and i that we've talked about a couple of times is how you are so much more open to like put yourself out there and Mm -hmm. like how you uh, published your fan fiction and uh, you did the poetry challenge that you put on Facebook yeah, every day. I just finished it. And like I would do those things but I would never be I was like not for anyone's eyes. Like it's um the only reason this podcast is happening is because of you. I know. <laughs> I'm very aware. Yeah. yeah. No I, I do. I think I don't know it's it is kind of weird to be so like here I made a thing and it is hard to put yourself out there but I think that comes with my, like, nonstop urge to just talk all the time, too. It's like, well, if I just, like, inundate all of people's consciousnesses with everything that I've done, some of it's going to be fine. And others it's spaghetti you're yeah. just going to throw it at Do you like this? <laughs> but also, like, it is. It's nice to – I mean, I get so obsessed with these things, too, these shows. And the only other fan fiction I've ever written are for my two other, like, super obsessive fandoms, which was, like, Chuck – 
and shameless because mm-hmm. I got way too into shameless. And now looking back, I'm like, shameless, you didn't deserve my love. But <laughs> that's right. fine. It's okay. Um, but, yeah, it just, I, I just never want the story to end. And so that's always a good way to live with the characters. Plus, like, these things pop into your brain and I'm like, well, just write that. Just fuck around with that and see if anyone likes it. Other of my stories are very not well received at all. Oh, well, I guess it's also, um, since it's such a niche thing that you were writing about, Mm -hmm. though, because people that are craving that would have a very slim pool to pick from. Oh, yeah. People looking up stuff about Shameless have got to be just flooded. It's overwhelming. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that it's not that they weren't as well received. They were probably great. They were. I'm not going to brag about it. (laughs) Um... Ooh, one thing I did want to talk to you about. So we were talking about how we don't want this to just turn into a misconnections podcast, mm, right? Mm-hmm. But we this is also something that we're very into is this weird misconnections life. Mm-hmm. So I was on my computer the other day, and I realized that I'm really bad at returning emails, which is weird. But I was I was on my like oh, I've seen your inbox. You, you're I, bad at even opening emails. That's true. So my Oops. inbox is not a very clean place. There's lots of it's like a graveyard of old emails. So I went into my drafts and I was like, what is in here? How do I have seven drafts in my this Gmail account that I have just now started reusing? And I found an email that I never responded to from one of my OKCupid matches, like, back in 2015 when I used to be dating, like, oh my boy. my early years <gasps> in back here. And it's... And you're going to read it to me? I am going to read it to you because it's what, really freaking weird. What a gift. I just want to... Because we've been talking about, like, bringing up awkward dating stories in here. And we've talked about other people's awkward dating stories. But I am ready to read you this email that okay. I got. So is there anything that happened before this? Do you remember? Do I have any context for this man? This guy never made it to a face-to-face date. That's how awkward this okay. this exchange was. Because I've had very many awkward face-to-face dates. We've hinted at some of them. Like I had the guy who invited me to a bonfire in the middle of nowhere as our first date. And I was like, um, I don't really feel like getting gang raped today. So... <laughs> Can we, not today. Can we not? Maybe next How week. about Olive Garden? That sounds more public and appropriate <laughs> than a bonfire. Because he's like, yo, all my friends are going to come out. It'll be a really great time. Like, I don't really want to hang out with, like, 11 dudes in, in the, the middle woods. of the woods. No. Just me, the strange woman who's showing up. No, thanks. That sounds great. And then, yeah, I had the other guy who, like... Couldn't afford to take me to the dinner that he asked me to pick out. Mm-hmm. I had the guy who was selling his blood to date me. <laughs> like, I've had list some is... real winners. But this guy didn't make it to dinner. So. he d- Yeah, he didn't even get a reply. Just as a little teaser to you. Uh-huh. The title of the email that we started talking. Um, I guess I had given him my email. Like, this was on OkCupid. So I didn't want to give him my phone number, oh, but I yeah. did give him my email account. <laughs> That's, I don't know why. My Well, it, the email to me seems way more personal because mine is my literal just full name. That's true. Mine is my full name, too. And so <laughs> you was, can't know my number, which I can block you at any time. I don't know Here's why. Here's my full name. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. But <laughs> so the title of the email that he sent to me is Eagles are turning people into horses. 
No. And I continued to talk to this person for at least one exchange. So that's a thing. His, I'll tell you his Gmail handle. Well, no, maybe I shouldn't give you his Gmail handle. It's really bad, though. What? (laughs) Here, just show me. Okay. Yep, I don't know. I shouldn't have said Gmail, so I could say it out loud, but that's fine. Um, Okay, so I'll call him E. This is E from OkCupid, by the way, in case that wasn't obvious. And I'm like, it's pretty obvious, but that's (laughs) fine. Not that your Gmail handle would tell me that it's your name. But okay, so I guess we were talking about pies when I gave him my email account because he says, so... Picking up from the last message, you are very lucky to have friends who give you pies on special occasions. My friends give me homemade rugs and mango chutney for some bizarre reason. Can we trade? What kind of idiot doesn't want mango chutney? But whatever. Okay. I'm sure that we can figure out a pie to rug slash chutney ratio. Everyone wins. There's a dirty joke in there somewhere. It's going to get me. I don't know why this was his first thing, but Okay. And then he he goes into, it seems that your cooking ventures are far more expansive than mine are. This guy is like one of those wordsmiths we get. Yes. And the misconnections. Judging by his email handle. Yes. Also. Uh, so he's impressed that by pies or you were talking about cooking? We must have been talking about cooking. Okay. All I am getting is like. Because if he's like, yo, you can make a pie. That's I think amazing. this was like a blapple pie that like. Ariel had given me or something, and I just mentioned it. Because I you run out of things to talk about on these chats all the time. So, I suppose I just get frustrated with cooking. In fact, last week I was trying to prepare some chili, and while it was cooling, my cat saw fit to knock it off the stove and spill it all over the floor. Okay. Whoa, 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 <laughs> That's whoa. That's not whoa. you how? bad at cooking. That's you bad at having a cat. And how big is this fucking cat? Oh, but I'm picturing... <laughs> to knock a vat of chili off of the stove. <laughs> my cat would be like... She would, like, sniff it and then be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, and also that vat of chili weighs more than my cat. I know. I'm picturing, like, Kevin with this his exactly giant... exactly Yeah, from the office where he brings in the chili and it spills everywhere. I don't imagine there's a cat And then that he's, could've... like, down trying to ladle it back oh, up. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm oh, picturing. E. This guy. Oh, E. And then I guess I must have told him that I was into true blood because then we start talking about true blood. And so then he's like, I also sent you a chat request for the Google chat thing in the event that you desire to converse in real time at some point. We've heard this exact phrase. I would phrase. give you my phone to throw in the river yes. if you wish. I have heard this exact phrase in like half of the misconnections we have found in, yes. the, in the like month and a half that I've been doing this. <laughs> And then so I respond, I was like, hey, E, I did see your chat request. I just get so busy during the daytime that by the time I have a free minute at home, I don't feel like doing anything. Like, sorry. Because this happens all the time. I always match up with these guys who have nothing to do all day except barrage me with texts like, hey, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? I'm like, working. Like, what are you doing? Please stop texting me. Selling my me. blood. <laughs> And then so I, you know, I'm always trying to salvage these guys because I'm just like, I'll give you another chance and another chance. And so I'm like, mango chutney sounds like a pretty nice gift. Really, any kind of chutney is pretty great. I would not be like. I would not turn up my nose I would not be turning my nose against free rugs and chutney. No. No. That's crazy. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's terrible about your chili. Right? Um, And then... Oh, he says, oh, not a problem about the chat thing. I wasn't trying to sound impatient. I just didn't actually know if the request went through. 
as although I use the chat feature often, I haven't added anyone in probably a year. So feel free to accept or not accept the request. It doesn't bother me either way, which all these guys always try to seem like so nonchalant, like whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm super it's breezy. Cool. It's whatever. It's chill. But like if you could get to it immediately, that'd be really chill but of did you it because go I'm through. super chill. This is the most boring bot I've mm-hmm. ever heard. He is. I know. It, they're all boring. He's a robot. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I rather enjoy talking to you. And I hate when they use these British, like, turns of phrase when I know that they're not British. Mm-hmm. Like, you're very much from here. But you rather enjoy talking to me. So the medium that we use to do so doesn't matter. Like, I'll take what I can get, literally whatever. Email, chat, phone. Is he trying to get my phone number? Because he did not get it. No, it doesn't sound, no. And then he starts complaining about the chutney again. He's all about this chutney. He says, yes, chutney is wonderful. However, I only have it when my friends from India bring over chapati and make a bunch of chutney, various flavors, to include with that. But then I will say, this is wonderful. So they will give me all of the chutney and none of the chapati. It isn't that I'm not grateful, but chapati is fairly expensive and not too easily found around here as far as I can tell. My friends make their own. So I don't buy the chapati, and the chutney is oh so God. good that I don't want to waste it on cheap rice or cold sandwiches oh. for lunch. So it sort of sits here for a while before I find the occasion to use it. And then they give me more. I know. The struggle is real, as the kids say. <sighs> please, 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 please tell me this is the final email, and you did not oh, respond. Oh, I don't even think I responded. I just Thank was you. like, nope. Yeah. This is where I... I Apparently was going to send a draft back and then didn't get around to it. I, so. I wouldn't have even hit the reply button, honestly. <laughs> like, good lord. Okay, so, I oh, I remember I had told him about my cooking adventures and I said I made turkey pumpkin chili. And he says, turkey pumpkin chili? You have very eclectic taste in, well, everything it seems. Because I like turkey and pumpkin. <laughs> You like turkey, pumpkin, and pie. And you are very... You, yeah. You're Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And then, oh, what kind of pumpkin do you use? Canned? Or do you opt to gut your own pumpkin when in season? That's not a cool way to phrase that. Right? You could have done a lot of other things oh my there, God. my guy. Yeah. Oh, and then I mentioned I like a crock pot. So he's like, who doesn't love a meal from a crock pot? Well, I didn't for a it's like he's like setting himself up for like and then jokes dunks later. On himself. <laughs> I don't. And I would assume that maybe it was the chili incident with the cat. Did it knock a whole crock pot of oh, chili maybe. over? No. Okay. He says, "My parents loved their stupid crock pot, <laughs> <laughs> and I could swear the majority of meals that we had came out of that thing." So, being the idiot child that I was, I eventually got tired of it. Is this his way of you being like, you're not an idiot. Your parents It did are- not work, no. if so. I, th- I don't that's, know. That is such... He turned self-deprecation to an 11. But that's... These guys think that, like, they have to be the self-deprecating to, like... Yeah, so maybe, like, if they neg themselves, then, like, we'll... Jump build in. Build them and- back up or something. Like, I'm sure you're not that stupid, but... But it's like, man, you do sound pretty dumb. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then he's like, oh, then after moving out, I was like, I missed that crock pot. So I bought one rather recently. He keeps using rather and it's driving me nuts. Random question. Uh Uh-oh. What is your favorite vegetable? 
<laughs> you can only choose one in parentheses or however many you want. <laughs> can't do any more except if you want to except if you want to oh i have no God. rules i'm breezy i'm really chill so like chill question oh my God. what's your favorite vegetable yeah and then so then what'd you goes, say your favorite vegetable was i didn't respond <laughs> to him what would you say your favorite vegetable is broccoli i'm wearing a kale shirt oh. i guess i'll say kale <laughs> but oh my god oh and then he goes into like true blood again and then he ends with like who do you prefer, Eric or Bill, of the two guys? And he says, I only include those characters because those are two implied rivalries that I've seen referenced most often. So at this point, I'm like, are you watching this show or have you just no, Googled it? this guy is a bot and he's just picking up keywords <laughs> from what you said in that previous email and is just computer vomiting ones and zeros that is like, oh, she said something about soup. Ask her what a vegetable is. Yeah, so, and then... I have seen the most meme references for Bill and yeah. Eric. Dude. So, that was it. That was that was the end. And did not respond until I saw it again, like, seven years later. So, You should job, respond e. now. <laughs> I think I deleted it. No! From, well, I still have his email, his email handle. Yes, you do. Like, oh, please oh reply. God. What would you say? Hey, got any chutney? I'm in the <laughs> mood. chutney you got? In the mood. Did you ever learn how to make chapatis? My no, favorite vegetable is kale. <laughs> Do you make a curry that has kale in it? Oh, man. Have you gotten better at cooking? Are you more interesting? No. The answer is no. No. To all of those things. I yeah. would love a where are they now for people to take old emails from dates and just be like, how'd that ever work out for you? Oh. Man. Meanwhile, yeah, I still see some of my old dates. I did around a couple times, and I always went, like, and, like, hid in my car until they walked away. Because I didn't date a lot of these guys. Like, I went on a few dates with them, but I never, we never got to, like, the dating Mm -hmm. stage. Because as soon as we did, I was like, "Mm, I'm, like, super not feeling it. Are you feeling it? Because I am not at all. And they're like... Oh, I'm just shy. I'm like, well, you're a little too shy, but it's fine. <laughs> Do you have any weird dating things? You had some weird ones. Like, mm. you had some well, weird I mean, stuff in, like, high school, but that's, like, a long, long time ago. <laughs> Thank well, you for reminding me that we're old. Well, well yeah. yeah, I mean, like, the one that, like, comes to my mind, because I just, I sent you that, uh, that snap the other night about how oh, yeah. my pin number, <laughs> I use my my same pin number for everything. And every once in a while, it strikes me like why I picked that number. And it was the last four digits of my crush's phone number. <laughs> like that, it, mm-hmm. I just, that's embarrassing in itself for me that I thought that that would be so important and romantic. <laughs> um, but... We never got to, like, a dating stage. We'd always, like, hang out. And um, he would always come to me, like, with his girl problems and stuff. But I was too shy to ever just be like, date me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Until right after we got out of high school. And I got him uh, 12th row tickets to the police's farewell tour. Mm -hmm. And 
he, we went. We it was like a double date. It was with um someone people who were actually dating. Yeah. <laughs> and then us two, and like the whole night was very flirtatious and so much fun. And then I drove him back to his house, and he said his parents were out of town, and I was like, oh, I'm in. Bink. And then he was just like, so peace. And then he like bounced, and I got maybe a mile away from his house and he texted me he's like oh you looked so good we should hang out and I was like oh I'm back in (laughs) and then he ghosted me for like two years oh my god yeah and so that was like one of the most awkward times of my life and like that whole evening and just like the trouble I went through to get him these tickets right it always feels so not worth it yeah after all of it it's like man i put in so much more effort than you did and like you didn't even notice and that's so annoying well like i did that in high school too we took two jim gaffigan Mm -hmm. the guy that i had a huge crush on that year and we invited him because we knew that he loved this comedian we he loved jim gaffigan the same way that we did and so we were like well we wanted to go but like you could come with us too and i was like Oh my god! And we got like oh really god. good seats. We too. were like, yeah, like eleventh row or something. Like we could see the stage, and we got to meet and greet with him. Like mm-hmm. he signed our shirts, and you hugged him and everything. Yeah. He punched. Well, he fake punched <laughs> the guy in the face. Lindsay made him laugh. Yeah, and like we did all this stuff, and I was like, okay, yeah, like I, I'm it. I yeah, we had such a great time. This is so cool. It's gonna be like so easy to like. Show him that I'm into him. And then I was like, nope, never mind. Never going to ever do this ever. Yeah. And so the same guy, because he would always come to me with his girl problems and stuff. And the one time this girl that he was seeing, she wanted to like get back with her ex or something. It was very dramatic. And he was so upset. And so um, I was like, oh, I have to, I had to like work or something. So I was like, I can't leave the island, but you can come here for a while and we can talk about it. And he did come over, and then we sat in my bedroom, and we watched Hot Fuzz, and he sat, like, a foot away from me. And the whole time I was just like, oh, shit, he's in my room, he's in my room, he's in my room, he's in my room. <laughs> and then I don't know what that movie's about at all. I can't – I could not gun to my head tell you the plot of that movie. And, yeah, again, I was just so blinded by, like, fear of mm-hmm. this person being next to me. It was wild. I – I hope to never, ever feel that again. Like, oh. No, it does. It's, like, such a weird... It's such a weird... Dating is so It's, like, paralyzing. I hate it so much. It's so... It's the worst. And, like, everyone's... Like, they mean well, but everyone's always, like, oh, but, like, you're so great. And, like, why don't people, like, realize that? I'm, like, I don't know. But they don't. So if we could just not say that all the time, that'd be great. Yeah, I was just having a conversation with somebody else like that very recently. And, uh, and like, people obviously do recognize it, but uh, clearly they're not the same people that gel with you, Mm -hmm. like, on the same level, right? And, uh... My other super embarrassing crush story from high school is uh, I had a crush on this guy who was one year older than us, mm-hmm. and so I joined, like, Quiz Bowl to, like, mm-hmm. hang out with him, right? And then um, I, like, would join classes, like, a, the year above. Like, I joined AP Bio that my junior year just because I knew he was taking it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of those things, and um, <clears throat> I told our our AP Bio teacher that I had a crush on him, and she's like, I thought maybe she could like make us lab partners or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, but she did tell him 
she like I don't know I don't know how that came up but she told him that I liked him and so it was like two years after high school he contacted me he's like oh hey she uh our teacher told me that you had a crush on me in high school and I like I still kind of did and yeah so I was like well yeah you know I mean that was so long ago ha 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 and he was like do you want to hang out and I was like yes I do <laughs> <laughs> and so this is just the most buck wild invitation and I for whatever reason took it he was like yeah I just moved into my new apartment and I think I was 19 at the time and so he must have been 21 and he was like let's just go get like a six pack of beer and watch a movie at my new apartment and Mm -hmm. I was like okay yeah sounds great because you know what that means (laughs) and um the original Netflix and chill but then we did watch Netflix and we watched Zach and Miri make a porno oh wow sitting on his hardwood floor because he had zero furniture (laughs) he didn't even have blinds on the windows and I could see into his neighbor's house and I was just like in the, I'm like holding a Michelob Ultra in my hand, watching him crack up at this movie, and I was like, I have to go. I have a curfew. <laughs> I just left. <laughs> like, you get that, you like shoot your shot, and you get there, and you're like, I don't want this at all. Just No, well, that's the thing. It's just, <clears throat> it's so weird, and it's so weird to be like, because I'm in that situation a lot where I, I match with people, that I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, like, super into you, but I'm willing to give it a shot because you say you're a good communicator, and, like, that's my huge thing. It's, like, I want to be able to talk to people because mm-hmm. I literally can't stop talking <laughs> ever. So I need someone to be able to interrupt me because mm-hmm. I don't – because some people are, like – oh, I'm the talker, so I need someone to just listen. I'm like, no, I need you to interrupt me and, like, tell me to shut up so that you can talk because, like... Yeah, play volleyball with me. Yeah, I want, like, a serve and, yeah, serve and return. But then I'm like, oh, well, maybe this guy's, like, nice because I'm not, like, super attracted to him, but he must be, like, kind and and funny and, and everything. And then it always turns into, like... Oh, I'm like super into this one thing that nobody else cares about, or you at least don't care mm-hmm. about. And I'm like, well, I'm willing to ask you about that thing. And then that's all they they can't even talk about that. Like I had a guy who was like, oh, I really like Marvel movies. Like, well, I'm not super into Marvel, but I know enough about comic books that I can hold a conversation. He's like, oh, I like Iron Man. I'm like, cool. What do you like about Iron Man? Like, have you seen all the movies? He's like, uh, yeah. Period. I'm like. God damn, like, you have to say something, my dude. You can't just say nothing. And that's where I get so frustrated with dating is, like, I am so, like, curious and Mm -hmm. excited to have a connection. And so many people are just, like, there to, like, fill a position. Right. Like, they're just, like. You're just, yeah, auditioning for the role of wife. And that's how the last guy especially was, is Mm -hmm. he was very much, like, I am the only single person in my crowd of, like, married friends. Everyone has either a wife or a wife and kids. We all go hunting together, and, like, the wives come up to the cabin, and they, like, it hang out. It's like, a cult I when know. you put it that way. Like, the men do this, the wives do this. Yeah, the men do this, the wives do this. We have, like, a weekly potluck that everyone goes to, and, you know, the guys do... Yeah, the guys go ice fishing, and the girls, like... I don't understand why there's no mixing in Right? Because that's what I was like. I was like, I'd like to learn ice fishing. I'd be into that. Or, like, I would like to go on hikes and stuff. That would be super fun. And he invited me out to, like, the boys. We're going out to the brewery. And I was like, I can hang with the boys. That's fine. But then when I went to go leave, I was like, 
okay, I'm leaving. And he's like, bye. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the guys are like, kiss her, kiss her. And I'm like, mm, I don't need your peanut gallery nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, if he had followed me out to my car and like made a yeah. move in the parking lot as I'm leaving to go back home, that would have been a very normal dating thing to do. But instead he like gave me an awkward hug while his friends yelled, kiss, kiss, kiss. Like we're like 12 in the lunchroom at some yeah, like right. weird middle school somewhere. And I was like, no, I'm an adult woman and I'm going to go home because I have to work in the morning. And like, I'm sorry you didn't make a move. But now I'm feeling very weird about what we're doing because we've been dating for like three weeks and we have barely touched skin, <laughs> let alone like had any kind of intimate well, embrace. Well, Sarah, you cannot touch skin until after the wedding. I know, right. Well, that's another weird thing that I've like not super internalized, but kind of internalized is this weird, like, Sarah's, I can only see you as, like, a wife and not a, like, girlfriend kind of a thing. Because I am, I do have a lot of those tendencies, and that kind of talk always kind of, like, fucked me up, too. It's like, oh, oh, well, it's hard to be in a committed relationship if no one will give me the time of day. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a cruel thing for us to always say in high school was like tell her that yeah we can't see you dating anybody we can only see you already married yep yeah and that's not but that's a weird in between to have it is a very yeah yeah, i don't know how you can possibly get through that goalpost. uh yeah (laughs) well i think that uh you're doing a really good job of showing that you're dating (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that you're a dating material and that's the like that's the biggest thing is like I'm not, like, looking so much as I'm just, like, I I went through this thing a few years ago where I was, like, like, yes man. I was, like, mm-hmm. yes manning my life where it's just, like, I'm just saying yes to everything. And I'm just, like, getting out there and doing my thing. And this, like, started in the my late 20s. And I was, like, yes. People would be, like, come out and do this thing with me this weekend. I'm, like, yes, definitely, whatever. I don't even know what we're doing, but I'm here for it. Or, like, you would be, like, hey, we are going to a hockey game later, and we're going to go have drinks on a Wednesday night, and the hockey game's at, like, 10. Are you coming? And usually I'd be like, nope, i got to work in the morning. But now I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's do everything. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want it to be, like, a hunt, right? I don't yeah. want to feel it, like, desperation. But, yes, I do get that a lot from my parents, especially, are always, like, very kindly, like, so what's going on? Like, how are prospects or got any news or blah, blah. And I'm always like, it's difficult out there, my dudes. Like, just anyone else who's dating, it sucks. And I appreciate your struggles. Yeah. And I was just having this conversation about, like, how we know so many people. I don't want to, like, target anybody that we went to high school with or anything. But a lot of the people we went to high school with married their high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. Like, it was very common in our high school And um, something about, you know, that small town living always gives you that kind of, like, romantic idea about it. Mm -hmm. And clearly, thinking back on my two, like, (laughs) shitty high school dating stories I had, uh, that would be my hell right now if that is the, like, the way that that path worked out Mm -hmm. for me. But we have these, like, the older generations of our family, like, that was how it works. So now it's like, I don't understand what's taking you so long. And it's like, it's come a lot further than... Also, that's also bullshit for my parents, too, because they definitely were not high school sweethearts. Right. They were... Like, my dad was born and raised in Detroit, and so he was working in the same company that my mom started working in. She had just moved up 
um, from Ohio all alone and she didn't like know anybody. And so she met up with this woman at work and she was going to go to a house party and it was my dad's house party. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, well, I'll go there, but I don't really want to talk to that guy <laughs> who's hosting the house party. Cause he, he seems, seems weird. kind of wild and crazy. Uh, he is. He very Spoiler much alert, is. <laughs> And then, so, like, she went to the house party, and Dad's, like, he's, like, oh, I was smitten from the moment I saw her. And she was, like, thanks, no thanks, Charlie. Like, I'm not into it. And then he had a pig roast, and she went to the pig roast, because he used to just, like, throw pig roasts on Belle Isle, like, and invite the cops so they wouldn't, like, (laughs) get called on him. And, like, I have a picture of my mom, before she dated my dad, petting a police horse on Belle Isle, like, oh, drunk. Yeah. She's holding a beer, <laughs> petting a police horse on Belle Isle at my dad's rager that he threw. I love that. And so, yeah, they did, like, three of those, like, meet-cutes where she kept showing up at parties that he was hosting because he was a party boy. And then finally she was like, fine, I guess we can date. And he was like, hallelujah, thank you. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. I've been throwing these parties for you. Your dad was Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like... I just think it's so funny that they are so, like, purposeful when they try to talk to me about dating. They're yeah. like, well, you got to do this, and you got to do this, and you got to do this. I'm like, like, yeah, you um, didn't do that. You guys didn't do that, and you have such a, like, fun dating story now. And I don't think, I think it's good to have those, like, meet cutes and, like, see yeah. where things go and not put pressure on it. I think that's much more fun. That's I, that's kind of the same with my parents because, but my parents are like George McFly because my dad was, uh, he used to race motocross and he fell and he popped his knee out Ugh. or his shoulder. One of the two, they were always popping out. But my <laughs> uncle crashed or like pulled over to help him and he helped him pop his whichever appendage back into place. And then he was like, yo, come back to my mom's place and we'll just take care of you. And uh, then he was like, yo, your little sister's really hot. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, like those stories are so much more, it's such a happenstance. And so that's the hard part with finding people that are like worthwhile to make those connections with when we're kind of trapped inside. Yeah. I know a lot of people right now going like, that have downloaded the apps to have people to talk to and hopefully to be able to meet up later. But right now, like you can't, oh my God, and somebody was telling me that, um, they had they've been having virtual meetings i've like heard about this Skype a couple dates. times yeah yeah that sounds like my hell too i will right? not be participating in that no yeah that's that's bizarre yeah and so the um the one story it was like he oh cuz the girl is a uh, cheerleading coach and she was talking about mm. doing that and how she misses the kids and all these things and so the guy pulled that classic move of oh are there any boy cheerleaders i bet oh, that they have the hots for you God. i bet that you were super hot and when you were a cheerleader like what not, not now, now right but, yeah so he was throwing oh, all God. those things in there and then uh she had said it was like the worst like 25 minutes of her life i would have faked like a bad internet connection just like oh i can't i would have just crash. been like done yeah, that I was just saying that to to one of my students today about um because I have like a meeting tomorrow and then right after my meeting I have a meeting with my students mm-hmm. and he's like oh well, are you gonna be able to make it to our meeting on time I was like that's the wonder of these online meetings there's no like oh I gotta go oh just one more question or like oh like trying to like weasel your way out of it the like Michigan goodbye yeah (laughs) now it's just like gotta go bye and you like give a wave and hit end call and like you're done you're out of that social interaction Uh and that I've been living for that 
But, oh, my God, the amount of dudes online that think it is appropriate to tell me that they wish they would have been either sexually assaulted by me (laughs) as a teen, which is fucking insane. Because I get that all the time. Or, like, oh, man, if I was your student, I would totally have a crush on you. Gross. When they say that, I'm like, gross, that's disgusting, I'm offended by it, goodbye. And they're like, wait, really? I was just... I'm like, nope, Nope. I don't need, like sexual like harassment statutory rape jokes in my dating selections thank you sir but get out of here gross Ugh. and it's yeah it's so common i don't understand how people take that as a thing they're throwing out compliments it happens like one in five times it's gross it's disgusting those aren't great odds no i hate it a lot This, this is a PSA. It's a good litmus test, you. actually. Like, hey, what do you think about teachers? Like, ugh, ugh. And I'm like, gross. Okay, bye. Good to know. I'm glad we got this out of the way immediately. Good to know. Oh, Lord. Well, and then the other, so, like, those are the kind of people I attract is, like, gross guys. Um, guys who are too afraid of women to be yeah. talking to anybody. <laughs> right. And, like, 62-year-old dudes on boys' weekends at the festival. So, that was fun. So, all all I'm saying is we could be at Papa... (laughs) Good old John. We could be at, yeah, Papa... Papa John. Papa John's. (laughs) Not that one. We could be at Daddy John's coastal house i'm sure they were talking about how they have these boats we could just mm-hmm. be quarantining with my t- toe ring. with your toe ring yeah on. well so we just need to explain all of papa daddy papa john whatever whoever he is <laughs> he's listen papa john is greasy and disgusting and, like, and so super is bigoted, this guy and so is this guy so it's all coming it together we'll just keep calling him papa john okay papa so john. Yeah, it was like the it was the last night of the festival. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, these good old boys come in for their bro weekend. Were they all wearing matching? No, it was the week the night before because then they came back the next day and we had yes. to endure them for two nights. Yes. But yeah, they were all wearing like matching, matching like boys shirts. Yeah, boys weekend. And they were doing the same thing the dating guy was doing, where it was like, oh yeah, the women are back doing X, and yeah. the boys are up here doing yeah. Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we were dancing, and I all of a sudden have this, like, dude hovering over me, and, like, he kept, like, whispering in my ear, like, if you keep shaking that ass, I'm going to slap it. And I was like, huh, gross. Why are I'm just trying to exist in this space and, like, dance and have fun, and you're really, really fucking creeping me out. And then he bought us glow sticks, and then he, like, garroted me with a glow stick. He, like, choked me out with this glow stick that just came over my head and, and secured around my neck while I'm dancing. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> oh, God. And then all of the dudes were, like, so drunk and so into, like, just talking to us, and then... Well, you? it was because that guy that jumped up on stage, yeah, he kept like, telling me that I'm the most beautiful, you're the most yeah. beautiful woman I've ever met. I'm married with two kids, but I just need to tell you that you're the most beautiful woman I've ever met in my life. It's like, thanks? <laughs> okay. What do you want me to do with that? Uh, yeah. Get the bricks. I don't know. We told them to suck rocks <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> And then they would be like, no, you're so gorgeous. You're so wonderful. Like, keep we're talking like, to us. And we're then- trash. We're garbage. Don't talk to us. 
<laughs> we did what I was like. I was like, I'm a trash can. She's a trash bag. Will you please leave us alone? And they were like, oh, I love the way you talk about yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. And But then I think they thought we were negging ourselves so we'd get with them. And, like, nope, no, we're very aware of how garbage we are. And we're not that garbage. We're not your level of garbage. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a trash can of a bouquet of flowers. Yeah, I'm not, like, a condom that's stuck in a bush somewhere. <laughs> I have class. Thank you, sir. But no, and then and then yeah, you went to go get like a, you went a back beer. to the campsite to get a beer, and then I'm stuck with all these good old boys, and I'm like, where the fuck is Kelly? Why is she lost in the woods somewhere with lift me with these guys? And remember that one guy was like super obsessed with rocks and like gemstones. He kept going over the gems sellers, and he's like, just like honest to goodness, just talking rocks with people. He was yes. the most wholesome person of that whole <laughs> he He's like, what does this one do? And like, what's this one? What's this energy? And blah, blah, blah. I was uh-huh. like, you get it, guy. I'm glad you're so into these rocks. <laughs> but then fucking Creepo John, Papa John was like, can I put a ring on that finger? And I was like, nope, absolutely not. Get away from me. And he's like, how about a toe ring? Then? And I'm like, that is not better. That is, <laughs> that is much so worse. worse. Oh my God. And then, and then, like, they came, like, you came back, and they finally, like, left, and thank goodness for Ken, Ken was a, just a stand-up guy. He He just, like, took care of everybody, he made sure they all got back to their campsite. Yeah, he was the DD every night, and then he would always, like, he kept coming up to us and being like, if they get too much, like, I will, I will take them away. Yeah, Ken was a stand-up dude. Ken was so great, he was so great. And then, we were at the fire the next night, and the guys showed up again, gemstone guy who the group made sure to tell us had some form of like Asperger's. I don't know why they needed to yell that at our faces. <laughs> like, this guy has Asperger's. You need to know. And I'm like, that's fine. I, I like, I, I literally don't I care. I don't need to know this. But and, yeah. thank you for saying this. But then it came up later because <laughs> we were talking about something and someone used the word fragile. And so, and this guy out of nowhere was just like, fragile? Sounds like John's dick. And like, th- throws his thumb directly into Papa John's crotch. <laughs> Papa John got so mad. He like, he he stormed so, off. He stormed off angry. And he's like, we gotta go. And, we're leaving And now. everyone's like, no, we're having fun. And he's like, let's get out of here. So like, oh boy, this is, oh, what a gift. Mm. Oh, oh I just love so this. So juicy. Oh, it's just such a juicy, juicy night. Oh. I loved it so much. <laughs> Uh-huh. So those are the men that I attract. Because that's not the, six, the first 65-year-old man who has solicited me for, like, attention. I know. That's... It's just bad. It's unfortunate. I don't like it at all. So if anyone, like, of my age range and also, like, an interesting, talkative person is interested, I am all ears. Because, like, my dating pool is wide and creepy. Speaking of, I just saw an ad for this podcast, and the whole premise is, like, you um, send, like you fill out their little survey that they have, and then they match you with other people that set it up. And then oh. you, like, you have a recorded date, so I, I'm assuming it would be, like, Skype or a phone mm-hmm. call or something, and then they, like, use that. It's kind of, like, move. I don't know if it moves on, like, dating game, but that would be fun. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna find it for you. It sounds like a like an old school like matchmaker. Like yeah, you right dating away, game. <laughs> yeah, you write away for somebody like this is what I'm interested in. Yeah, and they like match. or like all those games you used to play as kids where it's like mash and you like. <gasps> I loved mash. I loved mash too. Somebody else was talking about it. Like some other podcast was talking about 
how they used to play MASH, and I was like, mm, yeah. We played a lot of MASH, and I would play again and again and again until I got the results. Oh, that everyone I demanded. did that. Yeah. I don't think anyone ever not cheated I was so, at MASH. And I, yeah, that was the thing, though. I was, like, so superstitious. I was, like, I have, I was trying to the secret my <laughs> life through MASH. That's kind of how I am with um, Instagram filter, like, those, um, like, which cat are you? Which oh, cheese I are you? I always play it until I get the one that I wanted to get anyway. And I'm always like, yeah, let me get rid of those other ones. Because I am not that cat. I am this cat. Yeah, and you don't know me at me. all, random algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? All right. Yeah, I'm always taking those, uh, like, which blank are you mm-hmm. quizzes and stuff. And I took a couple that are, like, way more involved. I like the ones where the questions are so random you don't really know where it's going to go. Yeah. So I did one that was, like, which horror movie trope are you Mm. or something? And it was, like, oh, you're the one that dies on accident, but you were, like, the crowd favorite and everyone, like, really loved you and they were so sad to see you go. And I was, like, thank you. Oh, my God, this quiz knows me so well. (laughs) No, I do. so validating. Well, and I always think it's funny. Do you remember back when they used to do, like, MySpace quizzes and stuff and it was always like yeah. my favorite is that meme of like how often do you cry and it's like never sometimes all the time and then the last one is always I'm crying right now <laughs> yeah. I was such, such an emo kid answer and I loved it so much I like I'm crying right now I was like you probably are emo kid I probably it. are that reminds me too of like how important my like networking of living like so isolated from everyone outside mm-hmm. of high school like how important myspace was to me at the time yeah and doing those surveys that you would like put in the like feed to be like oh i hope my crush reads it and like yeah one of the questions is like when was the last time you were sad and it's like today like hoping that they would be like oh what was wrong i know i oh, man everyone fucking loved a myspace survey uh-huh. you would have and you'd have to like figure out how to do your HTML codes so, like the words would like change colors or sparkle you could put like little like yes. gifs in there and yeah and you'd yeah, always... you because you were also peacocking your like HTML game right? yeah like, how fancy you could make your profile and what you could do in these surveys because mm-hmm. it's like oh ooh, she got a gift to work mm, that girl bad yeah or like I remember you always had to have like cool icons and stuff mm-hmm. and you even made me or maybe I made it no I think you made it for me like word art thing yeah and then you put like all these myspace icons that we had like shared with each other through like Uh aim and like msn messenger and stuff and it was i still have it it's like in my childhood bedroom on top of my dresser so speaking of because we used to like collage stuff for each Mm -hmm. other all the time and i got a box that someone one of our mutual friends had made for me and I i opened it and it was like getting dumped on the chest on my chest with all of these like embarrassing celebrity and like guy crushes oh, that I yeah. had at the time, it was just decoupaged with that, and I just threw it right in the trash. Just, <laughs> no. No, thank you. <laughs> no, that's, I, but I, yeah, I do, I still, I still am, like, a slut for a, a survey. Like, tell me so what kind I. of cheese I am, tell me what kind of, like, weird and honestly, personality I'd a, thing I am. I would also just be a slut for filling out those old MySpace surveys, because yeah. I love talking about myself. Well, and they still <laughs> exist on, like, Facebook, but now it's all, like, people it, our age filling them out, right. and or, like, older than us, too, and they get weird, and they get, like, political, and it's so strange. And the other day, actually, I was going to tell you this, um, Facebook memes are getting, like, crazy 
in, like crazy personal now. The other day, a coworker of mine posted on Facebook that like it was a thread that they had like screenshotted. Not they, but like they had shared mm, this yeah. screenshotted thread of people debating the appropriate way to wipe their ass with toilet paper. Like, are you a stander? <laughs> are you a sitter? And like, it was like five pictures of this thread and people are like getting angry about like I didn't even know the other option was an option blah 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 and then she shared it and put on it what one she was and I was like girl TMI all of the people on your Facebook profile are your co-workers and loved ones why do we need to know about this oh no I don't and I didn't need to know that about her but now I do and yeah, people just it's, there's no boundary anywhere. No boundaries every, anywhere. Uh, anywhere on especially on Facebook. Like people just word vomit on Facebook constantly and I'm just always like cuz I'm a lurker on Facebook too like you are and I'm always just like here's a poem I wrote. Okay, bye. I'm not going to log into this for the rest of the day. I almost like, deleted mine today. <laughs> like it's it, rough. It's really really rough right now and like yeah, people are just oversharing or getting like really conspiracy theory mm-hmm. out there and so I just I last like 10 seconds I see like updated pictures of my family's kids and then I'm like Man, I wish I could, like, subscribe to some other form of them giving me these pictures. Right, yeah. Because... Here's my email account again. I'll take your junk emails again if it gets me out of this hellhole. Seriously. I've I've had to, like, hide a bunch of people, too, because I'm like, I like you as a person, but I don't like this you as a person. Yeah, I don't like this online persona you have cultivated for yourself. Oh, so... Well, I talked to you about my zero boundaries. So I was, I really, like, one thing that I'm super into, um, I wouldn't say it's a guilty pleasure, um, but I just love this idea of, do you know what the word, like, sonder means? Have you heard this word before? I've heard it, but no, please give me So it. it's, I was trying to think of what the word was for this concept, that, like, every other person that you see, every passersby is living a life that is just as complex as your life. Like, because in your own head, you are the main character of your story, right? And everyone else is just, like, fodder, right? Extras in your Bit life. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea that, like, every person you walk by on the street or, like, go past in your car or hear about on the news, like, they have a life that has, like, now intersected with yours, but maybe will never ever again, Mm -hmm. right? I just think that idea is so cool. And I was... Like, somebody posted something on Tumblr or whatever, and it was like, do you ever think about, like, other people probably have a story about you that they tell people, like, oh, remember that girl who, like, fell on her face because she slipped on the ice or whatever? And, like... That's the story they tell all the time. Like, and they're gonna be telling for like, yeah, yeah, and then then you're like, oh shit, that was me. Like, I'm that person that they tell stories about. And I was just thinking of some of like the embarrassing stories or like things that people have observed me doing. Uh That I'm like, that's probably that person's like favorite story from their vacation to talk about this Germany or whatever. yeah. Yeah, remember that chick? Like one of my favorites. Um, that I don't think I've told you. The last time I went to Germany with the school and I took the kids with me, like I had seven students and we went for a walk in the castle in Schwerin, in the capital of Mecklenburg. And um, all of the kids, because we were there in March, all of the kids were sick. Like I had seven kids and I think four of them had the flu in the two weeks we were there. And like 
were throwing up and like couldn't come on half of our trips and I felt so bad for them. And one of the girls noticed she had the flu like while we were on this trip in this castle and I felt so bad for her because we had just started the tour and she's like pale and clammy and we're standing the whole time and we found one of those like drag your own chairs kind of things and we uh-huh. I was like here's a chair we'll just keep like bringing this chair with us that's fine well <laughs> she comes to me and she's like I gotta find a bathroom like now uh-huh. and I was like I don't know where the bathroom is in this giant castle that we have been yeah. in for five minutes I have no idea where this is we'll ask the tour guide just let her like finish her spiel I thought she was just gonna do like a couple minute spiel and then uh-huh. like let us explore the room she's talking for like 20 minutes Ooh. and we're there in a mixed group with like other schools and also like other people who are on our tour and this girl is like I have to get to a bathroom and so I had to be like and show the gong like where is the bathroom we need the bathroom now and she's like Oh, and, like, gives me this, like, cranky look, and it's like, oh, it's back there. And I'm like, yeah, no, you don't want this girl, like, throwing up in this castle. Yeah. Like, all over this beautiful, amazing room that you're talking to us about. So if you just let us leave, that'd be great. And I took her back, and, like, it's a one-person bathroom, so she's, like, locked in there, and these uh-huh. little ladies keep coming in, and she's like, and, and I'm like, oh. just, this bathroom's closed. Please go yeah. away. Yeah, just yeah. go somewhere else. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like... I'm sorry that you're feeling terrible. Like, don't give a shit about me. The rest of the kids are on the tour with the other adults. It doesn't matter to me. I will stay here, and we will find our way through this, like, curtained room. Uh, It's fine. We'll figure it out. And so we're there, and we do the whole thing, and we get the tour, and she just keeps, like, at every room. She's stopping and, like, leaning against the walls, and she's, like, falling asleep because she's so exhausted, and I felt so bad because she looks rude that she's, like, sleeping through this tour, and I'm like... She's, like, literally trying to maintain homeostasis in her body right now. Like, she can't yeah. spare any moments. And um, and then we go to the their, like, parliament room in this castle, too. And they're, like, explaining. They're letting the kids, like, sit in all the parliament seats. And, and like, we meet one of the parliament members and everything. And my kids all fall asleep because they're so tired <gasps> and, like, sick and everything. And they're all, like, sleeping on their hands. And I'm, like, livid at this point. I'm like, I can't believe you guys are sleeping in this tour and like only she gets a pass because she's like throwing uh-huh. up and all the rest of you are so rude. But I must have gotten over it because I also took them out for coffee and cooking. And I was like, oh, you guys haven't had cake and coffee yet? Let's go to this great bakery that I know. Clearly you guys are tired. You need some coffee. Yeah, let's go get some coffee and cake. And I took them to this bakery that my host had taken to me to the year before and I remembered it was close by the castle. But I must have forgotten that, like, A, I don't speak very much German at all, and B, none of the people in this bakery spoke any English. That's very surprising. I know. I was like, I'm pretty sure we could, like... Meet somewhere. Meet somewhere in the middle, but they spoke no English. And so I had to pantomime, like, pointing at these cakes and pointing at the kid who ordered the cake and then, like pointing at the coffee and then like this kid gets this coffee and then they're like oh you can't drink water in here you can only eat things that like we have given you and I'm like okay everyone put away your like Contigo water bottles and everything and it was just like such a goofy like I had eight like us eight Americans in here all loud and like not understanding anything and I think about that all the time like those poor like German people who are just like, what is going on? It's like two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday, and this like whirlwind of American teens is just 
in here, yeah. creating havoc. I really hope that those aren't the stories that get uh, associated with all these stereotypes. Like, you always mm-hmm. have that guy who's like, oh, well, I know I knew one Pakistani man who did X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Like, I had this encounter with this specific person. So I'm hoping that, like, the museum people and the cafe people yeah. aren't just like, I had the, like, rudest fucking Americans. Americans are and, so rude and so tired and so loud. And we were not... I did my best at yeah. this cafe. I tried so hard because, like, I had a little bit of German, even though they had no English. And so I'm, like, pantomiming, just like I do with my students. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, pantomiming and, like, saying the five German words that I know and, like, the five numbers that I remembered from, like, earlier that week. And I'm just, like, ein, ein, mm-hmm. and then, like, how much? And they're, like, what? And I'm, like, oh, my God, okay, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, <laughs> we'll be fine. I feel like, though, not that cafe work isn't, hard work but there's like a system to how things go like i get i order the thing i pay for the thing and then i eat the thing right it's very routine yeah (laughs) yeah, we figured it out yeah shouldn't be like a laurel and hardy bit just to Mm -hmm. who's on first yeah i do what with money well then yeah pointing the kid i'm like nope not that one you need more money than that and then they were all like oh we don't have any more money miss like and i was like Cool, I guess I'm buying everyone cake. I'm glad I did this. You invited them, so I mean... I know, I did. I'm too nice. It's a struggle sometimes. I don't know what an embarrassing moment for me... Well, there was the time I almost got kicked out of the Frankfurt Natural History Museum because I was touching dinosaur bones. That sounds like you. Mm -hmm. And there's a big sign that was like... Don't do this. In probably all languages. It didn't even have languages. It just had a hand and a giant circle and an X across it. And I was just like, let's... And I had just turned to Travis and I was like, let's see how many bones we can touch. And then I touched one and the guy was immediately like, nine. Oh, no. Um, And so, yeah, he's probably like, ugh, damn Americans can't keep their greasy mitts off the dinosaur bones. Um, Or the time (laughs) that we were in Munich and... uh, we were walking through all the beer gardens and we had Helga with us. And so we wanted to go into a bathroom and they have the bathroom attendants there. And so we had to kind of like switch off. And so he was like, I'll go first, you watch Helga and then I'll come back out. And um, I think I'd only been in Germany for maybe like six months. Like my German was very, very rough. And he came out and he was like, "Um, I told them that uh, I was going to pay for both of us. So you can just you know, let her know on your way out. And I was like, okay. And I came out and I kept telling her like, yeah, my, my husband just paid for me. My man just, and she was like, oh, okay. And she like laughed. And I was like, I hope she doesn't think I'm lying. And I went back and I was like, what's the word for like sold? And he was, or what's the word for like paid for? What's the word for like to buy? I just told her that you sold me to her. And she was like, (laughs) That's definitely something she's been telling her, like, friends for a long time. Yeah, you know, I own this American woman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to her, but I I bought her outright. Yeah. Um, for, like, <laughs> a euro. Yeah, exactly. He, like, threw a euro in the dish. Oh, my God. Um, and then, I don't know, I'm embarrassing all the time, honestly. I just... See, I also tell my own embarrassing stories. Yeah. I love my embarrassing stories. Like, one of your favorite of my embarrassing stories is the time that we, like, accidentally broke into part of the zoo, me and my dad. Not accidentally, on purpose. Very much on purpose. Well, okay. 
So we like to go to the zoo on off season when it's like winter and nobody else wants to go to the zoo. And so like there's kind of no rules at the zoo when it's winter time. There's still <laughs> rules, Sarah. But so like the Arctic Circle is a long path that we didn't really want to go through. So we kind of like hopped the fence. The, the fence that says like don't don't go in enter. This path. <laughs> But we didn't like jump into an enclosure. We Not jumped yet. into the rest of the path to go see the polar your, bears. It would be one hundred percent. Your dad would be the guy on the news that it's like area man somehow ended up with a penguin from the zoo. <laughs> Fun fact: he almost was on the news one time at the zoo, but it was it wasn't because he broke into anything. It was back when like he used to take notes, like you were like jagging me about taking notes about animals the, uh-huh. the other day um but yeah he used to go on his lunch hour to walk at the zoo because he worked close enough that he could and he would maybe take a little bit longer lunch hours than he was supposed to so he could get there and like do his walk and come back but he would like take notes for me like oh hey the rhinos did this the giraffes did this i talked to this like person um zoo volunteer and they told me this about the giraffes or whatever so he's walking around, and they had just gotten a new exhibit or something, and so 9 and 10 News or whatever, like Fox Detroit, was there interviewing people at the zoo, and it's lunch on a weekday, and so there's not too many people, and they, like, snagged him on camera, and they're like, sir, can you tell us about the zoo? And he's like, ah, like, he starts, like, pulling his collar, but he's like, um, I can't really talk to you, because I'm supposed to be at work right now, <laughs> so, so we could not air this on this, like publicly broadcasted like news program today so my boss doesn't know that i've been spending my long lunch breaks at the zoo that'd be great Great. that reminds me i went to a loons game with rebecca and ryan like three summers ago and um we were sitting out on the lawn and the like wetv or whatever news Mm -hmm. crew came up and they were like, hey, would you guys mind doing an interview with us? We just want to ask you a couple questions about why you like coming to see the loons. And of course, immediately I was like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And Ryan and Rebecca were both just like amping me up like, no, she's perfect. Isn't she like so great for TV? Oh, you're so beautiful. Like, go do it. Go do it. And so I was like, it's going to be embarrassing. It's not like you don't want, I'm telling you, you don't want to interview me. And he was like, no, I think I do. I like, let's do it. And so I was like, okay. And he was like, why do you come to see Loon's Baseball? And I was like, I come for the beer and the bitches. And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) this was live? You said this? It wasn't live. Okay. I was like, do you think you're going to be airing that? And he was like, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're such a dork. I told him it would not be. I knew this, but I don't think he was ready for it. Oh, my God. Okay, I need to pause. Can we pause? No, it's impossible. Yeah. Okay, I gotta say, because I, during our break, I came up with the worst case scenario of telling my story about uh, the guy that I had the huge crush on and I used his phone number as my pin. He added me on Instagram. I have promoted this on Instagram. He listens to it, gets my debit card information, and then just wipes me out because he knows the last word. I was going to say that while you were saying it. And I thought, like, well, maybe if I don't bring it up again, people will be like, oh, 
That's not a thing people do, but it's definitely a thing people will do. I don't think he would. So maybe, like, keep a tight leash. Put it on one of those retractable cords or something. I think it's time for me to get a new crush maybe. that I can change my pin number to. I will just do that. Yeah. But then I'll forget it. Because I've also used, like, the same iteration of every password mm-hmm. ever. And so... <laughs> and it used to be so simple, I remember, because... Also, my hyperfixation in high school was on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. And so my password to so many things for a long time was just Jimmy, lowercase j. Yep. <laughs> Five letters, Jimmy. <laughs> I think I knew that. I think I used that a couple times. I was like, oh, let me just like pop on Kelly's MySpace account or I know. Whatever. I was like so much more loosey-goosey with my passwords back then. Well, like at 13, what do you, what really... Are you strongholding? Like, oh, no, don't get in my MSN Messenger. Well, yeah, I could get into my cousin's MSN Messenger and then catfish Sarah. Did we tell this story yet? I can't. I think we did, but it was um, one of the ones that got corrupted. Oh, yeah. So do we want to go into that again? So, yeah. (laughs) Kelly used to catfish me in middle school, and it was totally fine. And we're friends still. Because she proved my loyalty, I passed the test. (laughs) You passed my riddle. (laughs) No, I had my cousin's password, and so I logged into his MSN Messenger, and I somehow I had, like, an old version of MSN Messenger and a new one, so I could be logged into two at the mm-hmm. same time. And so I logged into my cousin's on the other one, and then I messaged Sarah, like, what's up? That Kelly girl's a stupid bitch. And that just shows how gullible I was that, like, somebody would start a conversation with... Somebody that I've met numerous times before would start a conversation about their cousin and be like, she sucks, right? And I was like, hey, she's my best friend, and also you suck, and I'm going to tell Kelly. And I'm, like, messaging the real Kelly, like... Your cousin's a real asshole, and he's talking all this shit about you. And she's like, "Oh, really? What is he saying?" Meanwhile, she's over there like, "Hey, Kelly sucks," and Puppet like, "Don't you think she's an idiot and like not cool at all?" And I was like, "She's my best friend. You suck." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Kelly, I can't believe your cousin is saying these things." Yeah. Nope. You're... Turns out it was Kelly. Yeah, you're the realist. You're so great. <laughs> yep, I'm ride or die, even against myself. So. I really hope that you said ride or die because you just watched eight Fast and the Furious movies in a row. Literally, my whole life is ride or die now. It's just family. It's all about family. Yeah. I hope you guys are real ready for this Fast and the Furious because we're doing all of them. At first we were like, oh, we'll just do half. And now, nope, I have watched nine Fast and the Furious franchise movies, including Hobbs and Shaw, because Kelly was like, you don't have to watch it. And I was like... Well, but I kind of have to watch it, though, because it's kind of for me now. It's not about this. <laughs> it's about the family. <laughs> it's not about the podcast anymore. This is just for me, and I just need to do this yes. for myself. And it is giving me such life, and I, I'm very excited to record that with Oh, you. I'm very excited as well. <laughs> but yeah, no, you've always been my ride or die, and just the realest friend to be like, hey, man, fuck you. And then yeah. also to turn around and be like, your family that I know you love, like your best your best friend in the whole world is an asshole. <laughs> Immediately. It was just so great. And so then I was like, I, I didn't tell you for a while, did I? Because I remember I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to Dane's house. And then you'd be like, I have I, fun. I think I still have some like latent resentment for Dane, even <laughs> knowing even. like now as an adult that he didn't say any of those things and it was just you like fucking with me. I still like... Side eye every once in a while, because like I also don't see him as much anymore as like an adult. Like he mm-hmm. 
isn't in state anymore and I don't I'm not your family so like I don't see him but like every time he does come I'm always like extreme side I like (laughs) okay dude like I get that you're cool but like also but but I have that with my cousins too like there's always there's so many of us in our family that there were always like guy cousins that would be like a little too much Mm -hmm. when we were younger and like would bully us younger kids and like Every time they come to a party, you're like, oh, boy, now i got to avoid being, like, bullied by this kid mm-hmm. who's related to me. So that's fun. And now as adults, they're the kindest people and, like, so right. nice. But you still, like, have that, like, reserved, like, avoidance, like, fight or flight response to those people. And you're like, oh, man, like, I really did not want to spend any time with you when we were, like, 10. Yeah. And now we're, like, I'm 30 and you're great, but, like. But I still... Kind of don't trust you, though, still. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to unengrain those things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I give my cousins shit all the time because they were, like, my siblings. But I was also the youngest by two weeks, by the way. It shouldn't even (laughs) count. But uh, they would always throw me under the bus because they're like, oh, you're the baby. So everyone always thinks, like, oh, Mm -hmm. she's resilient, basically. So um, something would break, and they would be like, who did this? And they would be like, Kelly. And then, or, okay, guys, don't play with the hose. And I had hair down to my butt like Topanga, and everyone else would dry off from spraying each other with the oh, hose yeah. except for me. And they're like, we tried to stop her. She's a yeah. lunatic. And then the one time something broke, and um, all of them got in trouble, and I didn't. My mom came in and was like, Kelly couldn't have possibly done this. She scooped me up and, like, took me away while they got punished. And I was young enough that she was like, time to put you down for your nap. And they found me and they cut my bangs off right to the scalp. Oh, my God. And then they threw me under the bus again. I I woke up from my nap, didn't know what happened, went to go find my mom. And she was like, what did you do? And I was like, I didn't do it. And they were like, we tried to stop her. And then Mm. like 12 years later, they were like, remember that time we cut off Kelly's bangs? And my mom was like, oh, you got in a lot of trouble for that. And I was like, I fucking know. Yeah. No, it is. It's. It's such a weird, childhood is such a weird thing where you're like, everyone is equal parts, like, no snitches ever, like, snitches get stitches, do not narc, you cannot, like, be cool, don't let mom or dad know mm-hmm. what we just did, but as soon as they get in trouble, they're like, oh, it was her, it was her, don't even look at me, it was totally her, yeah. like, no honor among thieves, definitely, <laughs> definitely her, not me, don't ever look at me ever again. It's just like, yeah, kids have no loyalty to each other at all. They're just like, oh, oh, we're about to get in trouble? Nope, absolutely not. 100% not me. And then they're always just, like, throwing more information out there. Like, oh, you found out about this? Well, they did that. I know. And so it's just kind of like. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah, because you had it with your cousins and Mm -hmm. I had it with the boys. Everyone just has dirt on everyone at all times. You just keep it in the vault. Like, oh, no, no. Mm, This is so juicy. I'm going to throw this out when I really need (laughs) it. When I need this card. Yeah, keeping it it in my breast pocket. Oh, yeah. No, no one will ever know about that until this and then you that's great siblings are crazy i'm really glad i didn't have to live with them yeah you get to escape them although one of my favorite things of you and your cousins is always um the vienna sausages oh yeah i do love that i do i speaking of stories that people tell about other people yeah i tell that story a lot like how you guys used to hide the vienna sausages for your birthdays and then i tell the um 
your uncle is the DOC guy story all the time to your other gaslight story that you told me. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that's so funny because uh, I just thought it would be a joke. My uncle looked like this local celebrity, like the Empire Man. And celebrity is a very loose term. It's okay, like TV this, personality. Yeah, it's like Sam Bernstein. Yes. Like everyone in the metro Detroit area knew who Sam Bernstein is, but nobody else outside yes. of that area knows who he is. And so I, I always used to like make fun of my uncle, like, hey, you look like that guy, because this whole thing was like, ooh, my my glasses store is so sexy. I have sexy specs. <laughs> yeah. And he would get really mad about it. And so then in passing, like, a commercial came on. I was like, hey, Sarah, that's my uncle. And then she... I bragged about it for, like, three years. I Every know. time we would see him on a billboard on, like, <laughs> I-94, I'd be like, oh, that's Kelly's uncle. And my dad, my dad even started bragging about it. He's like, oh, yeah, my daughter's friend that's her uncle you know he he used to be my uncle and then all the fame got to his head and yeah he's he's not in the family anymore that's exactly what happened it was very painful so that's why i told you for a while we had to stop talking about it yeah yeah oh my god it really tore my family apart most gullible person on earth it's ridiculous no but tell your vienna sausages story because i do love that story so uh, it was my uh, it was my cousin's, like, 12th birthday. I remember because, like, that's when you're, like, a, pretty much a teenager and you feel, like, different mm-hmm. somehow. It was, like, his 12th or 13th birthday. And we went away to their cabin and my aunt didn't bring any, like, party supplies or anything mm-hmm. with her. And so she just went to the dollar store and was like, oh, I'll just get what's there. So her fun idea was I will get a Bob the Builder pinata and <laughs> shove it full of cans of Vienna sausages. <laughs> The wildest. <laughs> and so then you have these kids batting at this death trap of a mm-hmm. Bob the Builder pinata filled with Vienna sausages. Yeah, nobody wants that to open up. And then you no. just get whipped in the face with a yes. Vienna sausage yes. can. <laughs> and so we were so upset and appalled by this mean trick that she played on us that we stole, we like each took a few cans and then my birthday was two weeks later. And so then he was like, fuck you. I had to have a Vienna sausage birthday. It's your Vienna sausage birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And so he got me a box that was like, oh, it's going to look really nice. Like it was big and Mm -hmm. it was just shoved full of Vienna sausages. (laughs) And so then uh, I remembered this. And so for Christmas, I like got him a stocking and he had to like dig through it. And at the bottom was Vienna sausages. Mm -hmm. And we did this back and forth and back and forth for years and years. One time I got a giant box that I think like a washing machine or something came in Mm -hmm. it and I filled it with um ball pit balls Mm. and at the very very bottom that was like taped to the bottom and I got a personal cake one time and I cut out the center I remember the cake I think we were friends already yeah when the cake went yeah and I just put a can of sausages up in there and then had him blow out his cake and try and cut into it because he was like oh no gift this year and I was like no I didn't have time I'm so sorry I just stopped at the store to get you a cake here you go Mm -hmm. yeah and it was the same can. Like, we would save the same can. So I know. It, was, it, it was, was dented as hell when I was. saw it. Yeah, because yeah. it came out of a pinata, mm-hmm. and then we'd get mad, and we'd, like, whip it at each other, and then it was put into a cake, so it was all stained and, yeah, yeah and falling apart. And then at one point, it started whistling. And so... Oh, no. <laughs> it's been breached. <laughs> it's breached. So we had to get rid of it. But then my cousin found the same exact, like, can and brand and mm. everything. And so it started back up again. It was... That's so fun, though. I like that kind of a weird tradition. Yeah, we always get to a certain point where we're like, oh, but it can't, this will be the year that it dies, Mm -hmm. or this will be the holiday. Like, even my aunt, um, 
she likes to throw just like non-occasion parties. Mm-hmm. So we've had tax parties where everyone just goes to her house and then she has a CPA come in one by one. They leave and go do their taxes and then the rest <laughs> of us are partying somewhere. It's like a pure romance party. Like, <laughs> please come into this bedroom and close so that I can show you like all of the dirty, dirty stuff. Yeah, but it's just we can go CPA line by line. <laughs> And so it'd be things like that where I'd be like, oh, hey, I just brought some snacks or whatever. Here, here you go. And then they would like get a bag of chips or whatever and be like, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> so, so it would be like, oh, it's like you're always got your guard up. Like, mm, why are you giving this to me? Why are you being nice? What yeah. do you, what's your angle here? And um, yeah, from the time, like he didn't send them to me when I was in Germany or anything. So it kind of died off there. But then it was the first Christmas that I came back. Um, he had his girlfriend, like, he was so smart that mm-hmm. she was, like, passing out gifts from under the tree. And she's like, oh, Kelly, I just wanted to get this for you because, like, you know, Dane told me so much about you. Yeah. Here you go. And I opened it and I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> no, that is. That's very fun. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for telling my stories. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah. I think those stories are so fun. I was, so I'm teaching my students, um personal narratives right now Mm -hmm. and that's how I kind of frame a personal narrative to them like hey I just want you while you're stuck at home to like think of your favorite stories that you love telling like every family has that story Mm -hmm. right like oh hey remember that time like my family especially like my dad loves telling stories and he'll tell me the same story like eight or nine times a year just like hey remember this like yep you told me about it last week but like I'm here for it again I love when your dad comes to visit and then he corners me to tell me stories about me like remember when you did this thing and i'll be like i remember it vividly he's like let me tell you from my perspective (laughs) this is what i'm talking about (laughs) like other people have lives no the worst one with that though is Lindsay. Mm -hmm. he only has like three stories of Lindsay. (laughs) all of her achievements in life and he's like remember that time you sold a broken yeah remember that time you swindled my son out of two dollars by selling him a broken keychain and the other time when we had the indoor, like, field day, and you threw that ball so good in fourth grade. <laughs> it's like, She's like, thanks, yes. I just graduated college. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm an adult woman with a career, but, like, thanks. This is great. Oh, my God. I just love it. But, yeah, that's why I tried to tell them. I was like, yeah, pick a story that you love telling. It. Like, when you, you've you told it a million times, like, when you guys all just hang out with your family and you're like, hey, remember that time? Those are the personal narrative stories that I want to hear. I want to hear the ones that, like, make you laugh or make you cry or just, like, the quintessential, like, your family story. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all, like, we do when I go visit my parents, like, we just sit on the back porch for hours and just tell the same stories mm-hmm. over and over and over again, and I just love it so much. That's how so uh, how my grandma is. I actually now that I have this mic and when I can visit her again, because she tells me the same story over and over and over again. But I am a goldfish, and I always forget, and mm-hmm. I always know in some way how it works out. And so I'll try and tell a story that my grandma told me about our family, and then I'm like, ooh, but I'll have to get back to you on the details about that. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I want to record her telling me these stories because that woman is sharp as a tack and can mm-hmm. just, like, repeat the same thing over and over again. Um, but, yeah, there's always those, like, the folklore of the family mm-hmm. stories are just so fun. And then everyone, it's kind of like a round robin. Like, you're sitting at a table and then, like, somebody has the next part of the story yeah. that they pick up. Yeah, yeah that's very that. good. Because that always happens when we go up to have our, like, family reunion mm-hmm. every year at that cabin. Uh 
because there's no TV or anything like that. So everyone's just sitting at the largest table I've ever seen in a circle. And it's mm-hmm. like starting each generation tell the story of, you know, that thing that happened yeah. that last time. We we're always telling like the tales that happened at that cabin well, over and, and over and over. So many characters too. Like mm-hmm. you have these characters that come into your family's history and they're not like family, but or like ex-boyfriends and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like for us it's it's good old TC. And I've told you a lot of TC stories before. Um, my dad has this buddy that he's known since he was a kid who's always that guy that like just kinda like hangs out and like <laughs> oversees his welcome too long. Yeah. And he used to like sleep in my dad's van and my mom would like open the the door to go to lunch and he'd be like sleeping in their van and she'd be like what are you doing here? Like, and he's like, oh, hey, sorry, Betty. Like, I thought you were at work. He's like, you're at work. You work here. Like, dummy, you're supposed yeah. to be working. Or that time when he um, showed up at our house and I'm like 12 in sixth grade or whatever. And he's like, oh, hey, Sarah, is your dad home? Like, no, he's at work where you're supposed to be. What are you doing? Nothing makes me feel more like we're in a simulation than when I return home to where we grew up and then I run into all these bit characters mm-hmm. like that, like those oddballs. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't possibly be real. Like, right? you have been scripted by somebody because you are so bizarre and mm-hmm. bonkers. Yeah, I get yep. that feeling a lot. And yeah, I mean, there's also like the stories that come along with these bit characters that you mm-hmm. grew up with in your life. Like, I've heard your story about him so many times, and each time it, like, just baffles me. Yeah. yeah. He's also the one that, like, left his Airstream on our property oh, for two right. years. And then when my dad was like, hey, you got to come get your Airstream. We don't – it's killing all of our grass, and then we just don't need it here anymore. And he's like, well, it's like a playhouse for the kids. And we're like – it's, it's, full of it's bees. filled with bees. <laughs> There's like three beehives in it, and it's like 150 degrees in the shade inside that thing. Please. And my dad was like, I will pay you $200 to get it off of my property within the next month. Please, for the love of God, get it out of here. <laughs> and uh, thinking about all of the nicknames that we had for people, mm-hmm. like for the longest time, only within the last like five years or so, the plot of land next to my mom's was vacant they only used it as like a boat house and but my dad would come up with these names for people and I'm, I was young enough that I don't know their real names yeah. I just know them as caveman glowworm and spitnabber <laughs> I, I love that <laughs> I love that though I love those kind of well like we had um when we came up to stay with my cousin that weekend and, oh yeah <laughs> and her friend Lauren who's a very lovely person and now as an adult I've met Lauren numerous times but for the longest time we just called her tits McGee because she like had huge boobs and we she were got really fifteen drunk. and mean. Yeah, and we were fifteen and mean and we just called her Tits Mickey for like four years and like that was just who she was. And well and I told you that story in one of our lost episodes about how my dad one of my dad's best friends followed us through Florida yeah. and held on to this bag of grapefruit so long that it eventually rotted and we were like <laughs> Please, Eddie, will you please just eat these grapefruits? They are rotting. Please, and, yes. like, there's rotting grapefruit juice all over probably our rented minivan. And he's like, no, 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 they're so good. I'm going to bring them back to Michigan. And we call them Grapefruit Eddie for the rest of his life. And it's like, yep, oh, who's coming over this weekend? Oh, Grapefruit Eddie, I love him. He's so great. 
So you are self-proclaimed smart Sarah. Yes. Well, I mean, it was given to you, but forget her. It was bestowed on me by a jealous woman. But, like, just from the situation, like, the uh, embarrassing encounters that you have, what do you think that your nickname would be? Ooh. That somebody else was like, yeah, this wild girl, silly Sarah... Yeah, but they don't Slip know your and name. Slide. Yeah, but they don't yeah. know your name, so they gotta give you a different one. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've had a lot of weird encounters with like bird shit falling on my face and hands. You so have. that's not great. How about just shit girl? Shit girl. <laughs> you remember that when that girl got <laughs> literally up. shit on by Scarlet Ibis in the aviary of the zoo? Wasn't that embarrassing? Oh wait, it was like the third time that year that, that had happened to that girl. <laughs> That's fucking weird. The security guys watch that footage and they're like, oh, shitbird's back. <laughs> shit bird. yeah, that'll be me. I'm shitbird. I'll take it. What would be your embarrassing nickname, Kelly? Oh, boy. You're going to have to help me because you've seen me be embarrassing and then I don't realize that I'm, I think that I am owning the room. <laughs> I think yours is less of a name and just more of a like incredulous look. Like, oh, like that girl when we went to that melophobic show mm-hmm. and that guy tried to push past me and I gave him that glare and oh, he yeah. just like put up his hands and backed away and that girl came up to me and was like, that was the most amazing look I've ever seen. You terrified him to his core. And I was like, he was trying to cut in front of me. Yeah, uh, no, back the fuck up, dude. I came here. Bitch well, face babe. Well, that was the thing. Like, we were we were there to see this one band. And then promptly leave. In <laughs> Funk Fest. And, like, they were went on at, like, 930 at night. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we are here. We are 15 years older than most of you in here. My feet are sticking to the ground. Yeah, like, I am here to see this band, and I have pushed myself to the front, and I am not leaving. Like, I had my, like, I was, like, flexing the whole night. I was like, no, do not come anywhere near me. I am 30, and I am here at night (laughs) at this disgusting dance club that I have not been to since I was a freshman in college, and I do not need to be pushed on by gross dudes. Back away. Let me look at this band that I came to see and yeah. just go away. And then you can have this space. Because we promptly, as soon as they were done, we were like, good set, good set, see you around. Yeah, I'm and pretty then... sure we just like waved. We're like, bye. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah, so something like that. I do have that look. Or probably people have just seen me at the bar either doing like flipping people off or doing the like. Well, you did have a skirt, girl. You were skirt, girl. I was girl. skirt. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. I wore a dress. And so, ooh, skirt, girl. Yeah. I get defined by the curls a lot. Like, oh, hey. Yep. There's, I used to be called, like, Suzy Q all the time. I hated oh. that when I was little. People would yeah. call me Suzy Q. I'm like, never again. Don't call me that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I would be. Or, like, I would probably be, like, some sort of trash monster. Because when I used to run at the county park, if I saw trash on the trail, I would pick mm-hmm. it up. So I would leave the trail. Or until I got to one of the, like, mm-hmm. garbage posts, I would just be carrying, like, cans of beer in one hand and like plastic bags in the other running through this park looking like a lunatic so they were probably like yeah trash monsters back people are gross though some guy left his shorts on the trail in mill ponds what do you think happened i don't know let's play out this scenario you're walking through the woods yeah did he shit his pants did I he... couldn't tell. It didn't look like it. They were very muddy, though. They'd been there for a couple of days. Muddy or poopy? Muddy. Like dirt. <laughs> dirt muddy. Well, maybe he fell and got his butt in the mud, and then he was like, 
Ew. So he just took them off Can't and then washed wash these bare ass beds into Chris's Oh, see, we need to know his story. Why doesn't he have a podcast? So you he can just tell. Oh, here's what happened with my muddy shorts. Or we should start our own chain of misconnections about these items that we find, like man who lost shorts yeah. in County Park. What happened? I don't know. I don't think we're as creative as the misconnections people actually are. No, we aren't. They are operating on such a level of horniness that mm-hmm. I hope to one day achieve. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're in face. Oh, we need to make this a visual medium because Sarah serves up some looks in the, in this space that nobody but me gets to see. Wow! Oh, wow! Oh boy! Oh, that's another fun thing. I just love an Owen Wilson. Wow! Oh wow! That is a guilty pleasure of mine. I I don't think that joke will ever die for me. It's so good. It is. Yeah. Sarah, listen. The first thing I'm doing when everything resumes back to normal is somebody is cracking my back mm-hmm. like I'm a fucking glow stick. <laughs> and then I'm going to make out with them. And then I'm going to subsequently kiss everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You threatened a lot of open mouth <laughs> kisses to a lot of people. <laughs> And you know that there are, like, people out there that are like, ah, hey, Kelly, I'm just hanging out outside your door when this quarantine breaks. What's up? Heard your own mouth kissing people today. Oh, no, not like that. No, not with you. <laughs> not you. No, 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 not You're you. You're gross. Please leave me alone. How did you find where I lived? <laughs> they were probably driving by when yeah. I had the windows open. I wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that other time, uh... I was down at my mom's, and I had a place to be later, so it was literally like one of those, I have to <clears throat> leave early to drive back up here to just have enough time to shower and change and go out to my next thing, and I was in the shower, or I had just gotten out, and I heard the doorbell ring, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, so I really quick, I threw on pants, and I threw on a shirt, and I ran to the door, and the guy was like, oh, oh, oh um, hi, and I was like, hi, what, what? Mm-hmm. and uh, like, you know, give me your sales spiel or whatever. And he was like, oh, well, I was hanging out at your neighbor's last week and I left my moped here, um, but it's been stolen. Have you just seen anybody around the house? And I was like, nope, I didn't even see a moped. Honestly, I've been gone. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. And he was like, okay. And he turned around and left. And I looked down and I, I threw on a really loose tank top and the top was completely under my boobs. <laughs> like the neckline <laughs> was supporting <laughs> Luckily, I had a bra on, but I was Oh, just... I, I was picturing bare <laughs> boobs, but... No, I think I would have felt that breeze, but I had a bra on, but my <laughs> the neckline of the tank top was completely <laughs> under the underwire, and I was just like, what? Why are you looking at <laughs> me? My eyes are up here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't lost more things over there. <laughs> Did he run into the doorway when he left? Like, oh, shit. Like, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I didn't invite him in, like, to come through the threshold. No, I'm sure you didn't. But I can just picture him, like, running into that tree in your Oh, yeah, just your jumping yard, right like, into oh, the bush. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, that's so funny. I love that. <laughs> no, that's like me. and uh, We've come full circle. That's me standing or sitting in my sports bra watching my neighbor walk away. Exactly. This week. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, Sarah. What is your small guilty pleasure this week without any kind of explanation? 
I have been watching. I watched all three Pitch Perfects this week. Wow. And, what? yep, uh, first of all, that's my first guilty pleasure is I own all three Pitch <laughs> Perfects on DVD. And, yeah, I, like, just love those acapella songs. And Pitch Perfect 2, which is the best of the three, by the way, one of those rare, the sequel is better, caught me. I cried. I cried watching the end of Pitch Perfect 2 this week, and that is my small guilty pleasure, is I cried watching Pitch Perfect 2. And I was trying to sing along, and I went, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I my voice kept breaking, and I was like, wow, okay, we've reached an emotional place here. <laughs> so that's how my quarantine is going. I'm crying at acapella college mashup movies, so... What's your guilty pleasure this week? My guilty pleasure is just guys being dudes. Yeah? Yeah. What do you mean by guys being dudes? Being guys. Like, this all came about because I went down this internet rabbit hole yesterday when I was kind of just, like, missing our friends and missing going to music. So I was looking at YouTube videos of live shows that our favorite Mm. bands have done. And then there's also, like, the promos or they do, like, these little side things where they're, like, doing interviews with each other. And they're just being so goofy. And uh, I love when guys are just so comfortable with themselves and their friendship that they, like will, like, kiss each other on the cheek and, Mm -hmm. like, play fight and do all of these things. And so, like, anything that involves them, like, just being silly, silly boys and also just, like, so giddy with their friendship just warms my heart a lot. Yeah, no, I get that. I like that, too. And, like, it, it always makes me really happy when there's, like, groups of guys that are have been friends for so long and they're like of course we like platonically cuddle you don't cuddle your friends bro of course i do (laughs) like things like that it's just so just so sweet and so innocent and i just think it's nice yeah that's really fun okay well (laughs) speaking of bros being dudes being guys just guys being dudes if you would like to check out our theme music we would like to thank the legal immigrants and you should go check them out they're at legal Immies on instagram we would we'd love their song panacea that's our intro music and then some other good good boys are melophobics and they're our pause music and we just love their song tortuga and you can find them at melophobics music on instagram also or anywhere else you find social media things and interact with people on social media and if you'd like to interact with us on social media you can find us on instagram at can.we.just.say i'm getting into it now i'm getting yeah you're gonna it. start like i'm gonna start mm, yeah mm, 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 mm. or you can email us at can.we.just.say podcast at gmail.com if you have any like choice misconnections you'd like to hear us laugh about or, like, your own dating horror stories. Oh, yes. Ooh, or also, one of my many guilty pleasures is a Tinder or Bumble or Hinge. Oh, yeah. One of the, like, bad, bad profiles. Please flood our inbox with yeah. terrible dating profiles because it is, that's one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah, I mean, we're all, like, I think it's pretty obvious that the quarantine, because everyone's stuck inside, the quarantine's kind of, like, drying everyone up. And I don't know if you want to just hear us, like, talk bullshit for an hour maybe you do but if you have your own bullshit that you'd like us to talk about like feel free to send it to us and absolutely we will riff about it 
and that would be great. Work on a bit. Yeah, work on your own bit by showing us your bit, and we're into it. Don't show us, like, that bit, Yeah, we're, Don't we, show us your bit. No unsolicited pics. Yeah. But we would, like, some fun not stories. Not yet. I'm not... We'll see how long this quarantine goes, well, Okay. I'll put it back Well, up. yeah. <laughs> Might have to give Kelly control of the, <laughs> the Gmail if that's going to happen. That's fine. Okay, well... Okay, well... I'm getting weird. I yep, need to, I we're need getting to weird go. With it. So, <laughs> bye! Bye!